It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So yesterday we spoke to Jason Kelsey down at the Novacare. Oh, no big deal to you. Yeah, no big deal to me. And it was actually yesterday. I don't rarely do this, but I was looking at Jason because he was talking about how he might retire, how he's like contemplating retiring and thinking, that is one of the best all-time Eagles up there. Oh, yeah. You know, in like 20 yeah. years when I, I'm like- That's a still, hall, You're looking at a Hall of right, Famer right Like right now when people talk about Chuck Bednarik, I'm like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> like I could literally care less about He's anything Chuck Bednarik. He's yeah. Chuck Bednarik. Like in 30 like years that. when I'm talking, they'll be like, get out of here with the center for blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, trust me. You had to be there. You had to be there. You're really, it's a great point. It's like, exa- yeah. That, in, in our lifetime, honestly, there's never yeah. been an offensive lineman who's like right. just popped like this. And what am I going to say to people? No, you should have seen how fast he was in space. I'm not going to like <laughs> st- point to his stats. At least with other old athletes, I could say, you know, he had like X amount of touchdowns yeah. or whatever. But anyway, Jason made an interesting point. Uh, he was talking about, I forget what the question was, but he was saying the one thing, part of his job and part of the job as an NFL player is you give people hope. And I thought it was an interesting way of phrasing it where – the games are a small portion of the full calendar year. What the Eagles give Philly fans is hope. There's very there was there's when this goes back to what we were just talking about. Eagles fans have been able to spend all off season this year and all up until week one and all of it like pride and hope and feeling like yes, we, like we have a chance to win it all. Sixers don't give their fans that. Such a great point, You know, the Phillies this year did to an extent. but haven't in the past, no doubt. You know, Keith Jones going to give it to the Flyers. I mean, starting to at least more than we have before. Well, I mean, look, they did a a camera. I think it might have been John Johnson. One of the shows on WIP did a poll. What front office do you have more faith in? I know, I saw the Flyers. The Flyers beat the Sixers, and it's like, Well, the Sixers aren't winning any polls right now. Agree, but like, how crazy is that? Like, the Flyers have been (laughs) a a laughing stock. Like, literal laughing stock. When Keith Jones was talking on your show, and it was... I actually listened the whole hour. Was it was phenomenal. very interesting. He yeah. was so good. But he did say, to go back to our prior conversation, he said, the Eagles are really good. You can mostly just look at them and say, do what they do. We and did I appreciate, say that. That's what I, I mean. too. And I appreciated the honesty with that. Um, and it's anyway. the whole conversation we're having here. Like, that's yeah. what we're saying. Like, look at that. M- mimic that. It's why Emulate I, that. I honestly believe I could be the GM of a football <laughs> team because <laughs> I've watched the Eagles up close. I just firmly believe it. But... Um, anyway, that was an interesting point from Jason about how part of his job 
on a, like maybe the biggest part of his job is giving fans hope throughout the year. Well, and it's a great point because that is what fandom is, right? Like that's the whole point. I always say this, you know, I always say it, but like it is, and maybe not for us as much now because we actually it's our jobs. And right. stuff, but in general, like being a sports fan is a choice. Right, you know, yes, your parents hand it down to you, and the teams and all that stuff. Yeah, but like, you choose how much exactly. you watch. Exactly, and... it's our time. We spend like I don't have that much time. I wake up, I wake up so early. You know how early I go to <laughs> I'm bed. I'm well aware. Like it is like a choice. Yeah. It is a choice to stay up and watch a game, or to commit my energy, or to buy a shirt, or to go to a game and spend all this money. Like, like that is our choice, and our our we are expending of our own life assets, both time and money, to do that. And and it is incumbent upon these teams to give us a reason to do that. Well, and right now, that's that's the concern with the Sixers yeah. is that because of the year after year after year of the, the same thing, the same old story, the same old ending, like that it it, it is an off season where it's like I don't feel hope. Like I'm not excited about the Sixers. Right. I, I'm down. You're not going to think about them all no, off season. No, you're not going to exactly. be excited for trades. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anything they do, you're just going to go. Well, get out the second round. <laughs> Yeah. Seriously, and that's a real problem as a where you're at as a franchise. Um, speaking the of, fans of picking and choosing, so after the Sixers lost Game Six, which was in Philly, I I was at the game. I come home. Kristen's already asleep because it's like I don't know eleven thirty or twelve or whatever. I get home and she's like, "Did they win?" And I'm thinking, "Wow, what a, <laughs> what a different what life. A life." I've been thinking about this game all week. I watched it. It was an emotional roller coaster. I'm like the most devastated I've been in a long time about a game, and she's like. Did they win? Yeah, I know. Like, wow, how smart were you? Uh, Not to just, you know, but but that's what we choose. That's what and we choose. It. And it is worth it. And again, you know, maybe a few more championships would be nice. Yeah. But but it, but that is really the key of what we're talking about here is that the Sixers are in a spot where they are not providing hope for their fans. Like that is really the crux of it. Yep. And and, and that's a real problem. The Eagles deal in hope. The Eagles are the best at it, man. Yeah, like they and are. again, to your point, like it's it and Jason is, said that yesterday. He said what he really likes about Eagles fans is by every year, by week one, they are convinced they are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, buddy. And the Eagles have earned that. They and they have. Yeah. And this year they're going to win the Super Bowl. So they're going to win. You know, it, so, so that, it's a it's a, a righteous uh, belief heading into the season. Did you see the Warren Sharp thing that uh, the rest edge? Yeah, thing? yeah. Just, just keeps. Well, if you want to if you want to talk about disrespect. With his rest edge, like if we're going to go with just that. So for those who don't know, Warren Sharp has been, he's been talking about this for a couple of years now where he right. says the only, like the most important way to judge schedules is all about how much rest these teams get, mm-hmm. like how much they're on the road, how many days off, how many days between games, all that type of stuff. And the Eagles were, I believe, a minus six in yeah. rest advantage. I think they was, had the six fewest, they, they're the six worst in terms of they get fewer rest than their opponent. The Chiefs, minus 13. They were the oh, second really? worst out it's of all. disrespectful. That you, I mean, but really, yeah. if you want to do like the Chiefs, so like I, th- I thought that was pretty astounding when I saw. It. I was like, wow, like the Chiefs are twice as bad as the Eagles from the rest of it. Well, and the flip side of that is the Jets were number one in the league. Yeah, and the, the league has every incentive to make the Jets. Of good. course. Here's a of good course. question: Do you think the Do you think the NFL wants the Chiefs and the Eagles go back to the Super Bowl? No. I don't think so either. I, I, but I also, I really do believe, I think, look, any league wants the best teams, the best product, whoever. I think the NFL of all the leagues, and I think they know this, it is just the least important. Like, everyone's going to watch Super Bowl. Yes. It just and doesn't they, matter they who sell it is. Parody and they, they sell parody. And hope. they also are good enough at, at creating storylines out of things, at finding ways to make stuff compelling. Yeah. Like, I, uh, yes, ideally they're like, I want the two most marquee franchises or players or whatever, but I think ultimately, like, unlike where it's the NBA where we literally talk about the extender and like, the, oh, got to yeah. get Celtics, Lakers, all this stuff, which is like, 
crazy that that is something that is just a normal part of conversation. When we're talking about NBA playoff games, we talk, well, I wonder if the refs are going to And fit. it's a problem like, for that, the league. That's a real problem yeah. is the league that that, that is a, a, a topic of conversation in all these games. Like, like yes, we had our issues with the Super Bowl and the field and all that, but like that's a unique thing. Yeah. It's not like we're we're you know talking about every oh that's a, the NFL wanted us to lose like we never say that it never happens. Well, what I think the NFL likes like the NBA, there were a lot of years where it's well, well the Sixers aren't going to go to the finals because LeBron's there. Or in the West, it's well the, the Warriors are just going to go. Yeah, totally. Whereas I it's think our whole the, lives is basketball. I think fans, the really. NFL probably doesn't want to get to a point where it's well. The Chiefs are just going to go, mm-hmm. and the Eagles are just going to go. I think they would choose to have the Brady thing's an interesting debate because there's some coolness about him winning, whatever. But I think the NFL would choose to have two different teams every year because then that's two new fan bases that have hope. That's the overarching thought that any team could make it. And so when you look at how they did these schedules, it's probably not a coincidence that the Eagles and the Chiefs got two of the hardest schedules. Right. Well, they also won the or played in the well, Super Bowl. Rest. Like they were. No, I'm, I know. Yeah. No, the resting. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's they, what but I mean. Just in general, like the schedule was going to be harder. It was. But yeah. if we if we uh, go down the Warren Sharp path, yeah, of, the one Warren thing they thing. can control is rest. Yeah. They gave the now, Eagles again, and the Chiefs two two of the hardest paths. They can control it to a point. They still need to even out all of this stuff and and right. like it is a a, a, a complicated mix to get all these teams like the travel it is. it's extremely you know, no teams tough. can have this many days right. in a row like it is like that's why computers do it you know they but, could they could look and go eh, oh. this is not right for the eagles yeah, i agree they, look they, you look, know i uh, i have not been with you on the disrespect thing especially because i like this get- and again we acknowledge the opponents are tough it is what it is yeah but i like the way it was laid out more than you did this is the biggest thing where i'm like yeah that you know when you look yeah. at it from that perspective and especially when it's the chiefs <laughs> and the eagles both among the bottom seven or eight or whatever it is it's like, well, it's yeah, like they'd probably rather have the jets in the super bowl I guess so. Which New is York, crazy. Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, no, new I think team, they would. I think they would. Encourages trades. Hey, NFL, I got bad news for you. <laughs> well, they the Jets to... are not going to be in the series. I don't think so either. No, I don't know. I, I don't want the Jets to make the playoffs. It is. <laughs> hey, you're hated the Jets. Like, so it's funny because you always used to be like, oh, I don't hate the Jets. Right. Now that Aaron Rodgers is there, I'm totally rooting against him. So we yeah. are on the same page finally with this. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, it is pretty wild though. When you, I know we've talked about it a lot this off season, and it's part of the reason I'm so bullish about the Eagles going back to the Super Bowl and all that. But like, when you just stop and like list the guys, like the quarterback in our lifetime, it's never been this. There has never been a bigger disparity from one guy to the other in yeah. terms of quarterbacks. Like again, we always say it's Jalen, then like Dax, probably number Jared two, Goff. Derek Carr, Jared Goff, like. The AFC has Mahomes, yep. Herbert, Lamar, Lamar. Rodgers, like Tua, it, it's all, Russell Wilson. That's what I mean. Like the, yeah. the guys who are like seven, eight, nine on the list would be like two, three in would the NFC. Def- how many quarterbacks in the well? Then there's the whole like is Mahomes one is whatever. But how many quarterbacks in the AFC would definitively be number two from the AFC to the NFC? Okay, so Herbert. Herbert Burrow, definitely number two. Herbert Burrow, both yeah. absolutely. I think Lamar Jackson would definitely be number two. I agree with that. I think um, would Russell Wilson. I don't think I'm not sure. Let's ta- let's table Russell okay. Wilson. He might be. Okay. Let's table. He had a rough year last year. I think Tua. Aaron Rodgers. You probably still put out a Dak. Agreed. Two. I'm not sure about. 
Tua was good last year. Tua was solid. I think Tua's in the in the discussion. You talk, yeah. I'd still probably take Dak because of the health and the ability to stay on the field and yeah. feeling more confident about that with the concussion stuff. Right. But like they're similar in terms of production. Yeah, Dak's guys. missed a lot of time. Too. Yes, he has. Yeah. It's the concussion thing. Scares concussion the hell thing. Out I agree. Of me. It's completely out of your control. Um, oh, do we forgot all Josh all Allen. Of Josh Allen. Josh there. Allen. Yeah. Mention, I mean, like, think about that. That's it's five, wild. Like just off the cuff. I almost want to get the. You pull up the standings and just look at the teams. Like it's super. Like it is. It is pretty astounding. You know, when you look at this, there's the, no more pressure than when well, I'm typing to look something up when we're on the air. Oh, it's the worst, right? It's like, oh my god. So, all right. So, Josh Allen, Tua. Yep. Is Mac Jones number two? No, I don't think so. If he, Aaron I think Rodgers it, is. Aaron Rodgers is for sure. Joe Burrow is. Lamar is. Kenny Pickett. Probably not. I know you're a big Pickett guy. Probably oh, Deshaun not. Watson. I think he blows now, but I think yeah. I don't think after last year, I don't think Trey Lawrence. So you can make an argument. Here's an it. Or Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, I, mean. I go that. Here's an interesting thing. If the NFC teams had a draft of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, who goes first? Obviously, Jalen goes first. But does does Dak? Who goes first? Dak or Deshaun Watson? I mean, probably Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So it's I think like you could teams argue. are choosing. I think you're you saying? could argue he's number you could. two. I mean, you could. It was just so bad last year. Right. You're right. You could. And then I mean, Texans, Colts, and Titans. Whatever. Yeah, but then Russell, you could argue. I mean, not the, the I Jimmy mean, G. I mean, he's, that's the thing is, he'd be in that. We'd mention <laughs> right. him when we're doing all those things. And then uh, we already did Russell. Yeah, and then Trevor Lawrence, you're there. Like that is like at least seven or eight guys who would be number two in the NFC. Yeah, it's wild. It it really is. Like I know we've mentioned it, but like when you really think about it, it is it is unlike well, anything we've seen. That's what's good for the Eagles is, I think we can. We all know they have a high ceiling. Sometimes we differ on how low their floor is. Mine, just because of the Super Bowl hangover, you're not worried about that as much. But what's nice is the NFC does raise the floor. And also, like, not even... Although they don't play a lot of these terrible teams. Justin Fields is the guy who could take a leap. I'm not expecting it, but we didn't even mention the fact that the three first-round picks were in the AFC this year. Yeah, exactly. Like, the top four picks, and even Will Levis went the second but all four of those guys went AFC. Yep. So... It's better over there for quarterbacks. It is pretty wild, though. It is pretty wild. So, um... Oh, yeah, Daniel Jones. Before. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Jones. They're going to be horrible. Oh, they're going to be so I, bad. Honestly, I, I think they're going to be like six-win team this year. I agree. That's where I'm at. So I, I really looked at their schedule. It is brutal. It is brutal. Because not only is it brutal to start, they play the Eagles two of the final three games. Yeah. And then and, and the, and the Saints the is their and other they, game. And again, we talked about it. They have seven road games in nine games. Yeah. That's like unheard of. It, 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 it really is. But also, the ending, like you would think, okay, well, the, the beginning's really tough, so maybe the ending... The Packers, who I think are going to be better than people think. I think they might be. They had talent. Look, Jordan they have a better Love. roster than the Giants, though. Jo- oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And Jordan Love was, he looked good against yeah. us. Like, who knows? He's probably like, just as good as Daniel he Jones. Flashed, he certainly could be. Right. You know, he's a first-round pick once upon a time. They're not going to beat the Eagles in a game that matters. Like, maybe the last one doesn't matter, but if it matters, they will not beat the I Eagles. I 100% agree. And then the Saints, I'm in on Derek Carr. The Saints were almost a playoff team last year. The, the Giants' schedule is brutal. Brutal. It really is. I can't wait. It's so good. I know. No, no one I like. Well, especially because Giants fans get so mad at me when I tweet things that that's why I really want them to fail. Oh, it's the best. Well, yeah. especially because like, and we just saw with the playoff game, like Giants fans somehow after like, I guess it's because they were the worst team for a decade that they're finally like a, a glimmer of hope. Oh, hope, I know. Bring yeah. the hope back. They're like the most misguided fan base. I, it was like, unbelievable. It was unbelievable. <laughs> like, we, we did that. Did with that the Giants. Game, that line ended up being like three. It was unbelievable. It was something absurd it was something like absurd that. Like that. Yeah. And they, they whooped their asses. I, I, I forgot and, how bad that was. I went and looked back at the pre- the box score. It's 35 it was, to 7 or 38 to 7. Yeah, Excuse 38 yeah. to 7. Yeah, I, yeah. I always think of that as more like a 28 to 10. 38 thing, to 7. Yeah, what, I forgot and, how bad they beat And them. also it would be fun to see Dayball struggle because everyone's like, oh. Oh, I agree. The oh, biggest Dayball. fraud head coach of the year. I think. Joe Shane might be a fraud. I mean, especially I when you look at the Daniel Jones thing versus her. I mean. I agree. Love it. Love it.